so 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 suck your toe yeah that was kind of where i was going we're back we are back back again uh you know what tag team back again sure is that's all i remember sure is another episode trav it definitely is yeah uh i am jake and i'm travis tate and you are listening to late to the party uh, this is episode 35 with a slightly awkward opening, but uh, I yeah, think, it's I no think more we can awkward recover than the from others. this. What do you think? I think we can. Yeah, I think yeah. we've got it in us. I don't know. We were doing so well for so long. I just have one question for you. <laughs> okay. Jake, what is your sleep number? My sleep number? I, I drove by the sleep number store. The the one over, over yonder? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that is a recent addition to Murray, Utah, that yeah. sleep number store. Don't know. Don't, don't know. know what my sleep number is. Uh, mine is 69. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I drove a mile and a half to set up that joke. Oh, boy. Boom. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was worth it. I, I think it was worth I it. got us there. <laughs> you, got, you got anything uh, going on lately other than Hot 69 action? Oh, let's see. Last night, I, I hosted the open mic at Wise Guys. That was Yeah, you told me there were fun. a lot more people there than you. Yeah, there was like almost 300 audience members any uh any anyone do well anyone uh, it was, it was actually it was, a, it was nobody really i would say bombed real bad part of the reason i mean i got up 52 comics not counting myself that's i guess i make 53 and within a in two hours like two hours and five minutes and part of the reason is uh, if somebody wasn't doing so good, I'd give them the light a little bit early. <laughs> yeah, and get them off. Yeah. What's a, what's an average amount of time you give? It's someone? a mercy killing. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing pretty good, how how long do you tend to give them? In do theory, they, do they let in theory it's out? three minutes. Okay. But I found you can get a lot more people up if you just kind of mercy kill, give them the light. Get them off a little quicker. You ever had anyone like tell you no or take it hard? You ever have anyone uh, come up after a show and be like, what's the deal, Trav? I don't think they necessarily know, <laughs> even, unless they're recording it on their phone and they can see it's a little short. But if they did, oh. I would say, hey, there's a bunch of other people that also want to go up and you weren't doing so well. So I wanted to give them a shot. So you that's never never had any hard feelings? I don't know. If, if there are, they didn't come <laughs> you, tell me. You are also a large gentleman, so there may yeah. be a few of them. Who, I mean, I'm not doing it to be mean. And and there's video evidence out of, out there by what you do with the rowdies. <laughs> there, there's the thi- the list has room for 24 open mic sets, and then there's a you know anybody that does weekends, we call that a drop in, and they get to go up. It's just a you know somebody that's dropping in. So, I figure I want to get up as many people as I can because there could be twenty people that also came and stood in line that didn't get to go up if everybody did the exact three minutes. So obvious, you know what I mean. Obviously, you can't. If somebody was doing well, I gave them their three minutes. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah. But if somebody wasn't, it was like, all right, this person's new. They're not. They can't dig themselves out from this. Have you ever been close to it, giving someone the light and they recovered? No. No, no. You you have. I've got a pretty good sense for for when it's when it's going good, badly. Good nose yeah. for that. And it's not like I would light somebody at thirty seconds. <clears throat> I might light them thirty seconds early, or yeah. something. You know. Okay. But those thirty seconds add up and get more people up. Sure. Yeah. So. 
So I, don't I like giving would... as many opportunities to get up there as I can. Certainly, you wouldn't be able to name any names. Are any of the local comics dirtbags about doing the drop-in? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's people that show up at... If the show's supposed to be over at 9, they show up at like 8.50. Hey, can I do a set? Well, guess what? There's already... 10 more people hoping they can go up. None, none of them jump in to do a set and then do way overtime, anything like oh, that? Oh, yeah. A lot of them do, yeah. I'll be like three minutes, and then they end up doing five, six. Yeah. It's not Comics. Cool. It's not cool. Comics. Why they Why they got to be like that? And then they're like, oh, sorry, man. I didn't realize. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you did. Well, that's a, it's an interesting deep dive into the, the world of the comedian. Yeah, deep dive. Open mic, I don't know. I've complained about it on here before. It's just one of those things. Well, I mean, it's, you, you run them, it's so... A, it's for opportunity. <clears throat> I guess that maybe that's where... Do you enjoy doing the open mic? Do you um, like kind of a ringmaster that, or is it... I don't yeah. know, maybe it's something you don't want to necessarily talk about, of like, is it something you want to move out of, or you kind of enjoy being the guy who's I don't in do it very often. So, I mean, I do it like once every two or three months or so, so it's not like... Like, last night was cool. I... I enjoyed getting people up. I like deciding where people are going to go to kind of keep a flow going, get a, a good show going. Because if somebody struggles, I want to bring up a couple strong people or people that I think are going to do well after them to try and get the, the crowd back up again. Because okay. there's nothing worse than an open mic where the crowd is just not feeling If you get it. like three dead ones in a row, then you really got to... Yeah, it's, it makes the it tough. The crowd's going to be in a bad place. Yeah, it makes it really tough <clears throat> to go up and try new stuff and theoretically everybody there should be trying new stuff with Does it ever feel like maybe sometimes the drop-ins kill a little too hard and the guys who are just trying to work things out are expected to kind of live up Uh, to that or it doesn't really work like that only if they're dropping in and doing established material if they're doing stuff that they would normally do when they headline that can kind of make it tough but if they're doing new stuff too i mean it's 50 50 shot it might go well it might not but yeah, if somebody goes in just to pad their ego, to like, look, I'm the best person on this open mic. Look how well I and did. All that right, well, probably does happen. And you know what? The crowd might think they're amazing, but I look at them and go, "Yeah, you're a tool." And it really is. Your you're really not we're trying. All, we're all working toward. Right. <laughs> cool, cool. You done anything else fun you've been up to this week? Oh, this week so far, no. Uh, just working. We're in the that, we're in the doldrums garbage. of uh, January. Kind of a yeah. not, not a lot, not a lot going on. Um, I've kind of just been been chill, you know, in the post uh, post New Year, post Christmas thing. Of mostly, it's just kind of like a like a big sigh of like uh, like this. <laughs> is, is this like your couch gag from last week? It could be, yeah. I'm going to try new sound effects every week. That was Coke Zero Got opening. A regular Motormouth Mahoney going on. What was his Or was name? it Motormouth Jones? What Mahoney was, was Mahoney was Steve Mahoney Gooks. was the guy with the... Oh, yeah. Mahoney was Steve Mahoney Gutenberg. Was then there was Tackleberry that had all no, the, the ammo. Was it? So I just remember I'm his name was uh, Winslow. Guy. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. I don't remember his character's name. I was getting... I always have to be careful. I accident sometimes. I accidentally use it when I when it's Winslow, I'll say Carl Winslow. I'm like, no, that's the family <laughs> different cop, <laughs> different African American cop. No, uh, yeah, shot regular, a kid. Regular Michael Winslow on the show. Uh, I try. It's not that. It's not time for celebrity drop-ins just yet. I've got a couple surprises for you though. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna reach into my my bag here. I got first of all. 
I got your Conan oh. DVD back. <laughs> did, I've had for about three months at least. Did you end up watching any of this? No, I never no. did. I never got around to watching it. I've had it for like three months. That's Finally great. brought it back for you. That's great. I've, I've been itching to get back to it. It's still in mint condition. It's untouched. Um, and then... You haven't just rubbed those pecs? No. Well, I rubbed mine. And then I found this. Oh, the Forbidden Kingdom. Forbidden Kingdom. So right. I want you to give that a watch. Sure, I'll give that a. I'll give you Google. up to three months to get to it. <laughs> then give it back to you. And it's say, got uh, Monkey King in it, so we're mon- Monkey there. King crazy on this Monkey show. Wow, it's did got Jet Li. Monkey and King did. Monkey King did not Jackie make Chan. Jake of the Year, did it? No. That seems. We both screwed up there. That seems uh, like a problem. honorable mention right now. A week yeah. later, Monkey King. Monkey, Monkey King, King changed us for the better. 2018 was the year of the Monkey King for me. I can't believe I lived 40 years of my life without knowing about the Monkey King. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd known of I'd known of Wu Kong here and there, but it's the he's it's at, those... he's at least on the <clears throat> same level as like Paul Bunyan in my life now so i mean that that's an impact any any more entries to that movie i guess, I guess i've <laughs> what i learned from 2018 is any entry in the monkey king franchise watch the first hour and then just assume the last the back end is just religious <laughs> propaganda and be yeah. cool with it we are walking we yeah. are singing we are dragging a stick in the sand should we be in love or should we love buddha obviously it's buddha it's a Monkey King movie. Should I choose Buddha or Booty? Yeah. That is the question. Sorry if that was uh, insensitive if you're Buddhist. I apologize. Uh, that probably was. Yeah. We apologize. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. I'm sorry. So um, I, got around, I got around to watching a few. Uh, like uh, I got around to watching one of your Jakes of the Year. I, I sat down shortly after we recorded and watched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, ah. which is definitely a fun watch. It is so good. I love it so much. It does, however, um, it, 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 it traipses into that uh, uh, Fast and Furious territory of <laughs> we're, we're, start, we're starting to make um, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt, that's the character name? Yes, Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt. We're starting to make Ethan Hunt a little Paul Bunyan-y of... Like, uh, you know, like when a character's following him and he ducks behind a corner 10 yards in front of him and they turn around the corner and he's somehow disappeared down an open street. And then while they're, while they're kind of looking off in the distance behind that character, you see a gated fence and he walks past the gated fence. You're like, (laughs) that, that's not something a person can do. No, he's special. He's the world's greatest spy. Um, there was maybe a conversation about why he couldn't be married. That was a little over the top (laughs) Yeah. Well, he tried. He did try to be married. Yes, but the w- bad things happen in the world if he's married. That's and true. That, that was the part I'm like, all right, this is this is too much. But <laughs> but setting that stuff aside, Henry Cavill's pretty great in it. Henry though, Cavill right? was. I enjoyed Henry Cavill in it. It um, makes me think if he stays with Superman, there's other routes they can take with the character. I no, I'm I not saying they want Superman to be a bad guy or anything like that, but. He shows a lot more personality. I guess we're we're a few years off of whatever they're going to do with Batman and Superman. I think they're probably just going to reboot the two characters <sighs> and keep Aquaman did great. It's it's setting up to be number one for the fourth straight week, which really it's really good. I don't know if it's four weeks in a row at number one good, but it is really good. I mean, to but, and also, Wonder Woman was. To be fair, freaking amazing. They released it in January. Yeah. So. Well, no, it was Christmas. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, okay. What? 
What would it have been up against? Uh, I mean, there's what? There was a Fantastic Beasts was out. There was. I mean, other that stuff things. came out like. I mean, Spider Verse came, came out, out after yeah, Fantastic Spider- Beasts, but even uh, Spider Verse came out. Bird Box on Netflix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. Have you watched Bird Box? I know nothing about Bird Box except. Sandy Bullock's cheeks really pop when she's got that blindfold on. I I definitely listen. Her cheekbones are exquisite. I listened to a show that fairly well spoiled all the bird box for me, and it sounds perfectly watchable. Is it Aliens? Uh, no, it's no? that. What is that? What is the one with uh um? <laughs> what's the one with Jim from The Office? The they can't, oh yeah the, uh, they can't say anything. The Quiet Place. It's it. It sounds like it's the quiet place, but with eyes. Okay, so it's just the opposite. Instead of sound, it's you can't see anything. Kind of, yeah. Or if you see them, they recognize you. It, it's basically if you if you see the thing, you go insane and kill yourself. I don't think a day has gone by since I saw the quiet place that I haven't been a little disturbed. Never by saw that. the quiet place. I'm just oh, there's a scene in there with a little kid at the very beginning, and it like every single day it still bugs me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not gruesome or anything. like. It's just like, it's tragic. I can see why the characters in no, that movie you. were so affected by it. Cause I, it's, we're that age. It's that, we're that age that we're like, I can, I can handle, I can handle roughly any violence in a movie, but if something bad happens to kid, it's like, Oh no, come on. Yeah. Like little kids. That kid's going to be, that kid who is not real and is an actor is going to be scarred forever. Or no. cute animals. Yeah, anything that seems helpless. Well, maybe maybe you shouldn't watch John Wick then. <laughs> I know something happens to his dog. I know that. I yeah yeah. I'm yeah, sure they don't actually that, harm a dog in the see, making was, of the movie. It was uh, John Wick movies. What were the other ones that your your son bought that you? Oh girl, we were just talking about. <laughs> there was John Wick. Uh, I think he bought Deadpool two and. I don't remember what the other one was uh, now. Was something hey, we we're only talking about a minute ago, but yeah. Regardless, there's some stuff you hadn't seen. The two John Wick movies you hadn't seen, and those are both pretty good. Yeah, I'll be checking them out. I'm a big fan of those. Those were, that was, um, John Wick was kind of the first R-rated movie that, wasn't. I don't think it was the first R-rated movie that I watched with Gabe, but it was the first R-rated movie that it's like, this, you shouldn't be watching this. It was <laughs> it was the equivalent of when I was way too young, I saw RoboCop. Ah, and okay. it was one of those things where this is this is way too violent for me, but it's also teaching me that I guess I'm going to really love action movies <laughs> for my whole life. We got the Halloween, or not Halloween, I'm sorry, Friday the 13th movies for Christmas. The first eight. <laughs> How many are there beyond eight? I don't know. What, I mean, what, I think, where does it? Where I does think it after stop? eight, you get like. Uh, or is it where you get into like Jason uh, in space or something? I don't know. You don't have that Jason. Might, J- it's I, Jason X, so I assume it's ten. Maybe X. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. So I don't know. That, I think, but that's. I think there's one where Jason Jason yeah. takes Manhattan or something yeah, like that. Where I think that was like four. Was Jason takes? He like, has like a weirdly, flashback and goes back in time. And oddly enough, it's in the baby 80s. Jason and baby Freddy Krueger. Oh, sh- no, sorry, that was um, Muppets Take Manhattan. Yeah, I was gonna I say dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, we did have that correlation between like we had the Muppets Take Manhattan and the Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> franchise. So like, we should do something with that. So we watched uh, as a family Friday the Thirteenth, the first one. They, is, I'd is never it seen it good? before. It's fine. I, uh, Kevin Bacon is in it, yeah. <laughs> which I didn't realize. So it's the first. Yeah, that, that's that's 
I guess that's something I hadn't thought, really thought about. The first Halloween is Jamie Lee Curtis. The first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street has Johnny Depp in it. And the first Friday the 13th is... That's Kevin Bacon. Is and then a bunch Bacon. of other people that never really did anything else. And that's they were fine in the movie. I did, it's not like they were terrible or anything, but they just never really did anything else. Because, yeah, it wasn't until the last couple of years that you know we started watching horror movies. And we watched the first Nightmare on Elm Street, which is... Just, it's just silly more than anything. Right. That's kind of It's kind of a fun watch, too. but it's just, just goof nuts. There was actually, considering it was made in like 1980, there was some pretty good uh, special effect kills. Oh, I don't know if you've watched it later, Arrow but there's one the at throat the, there's one at the end. Spoiler oh, or you're alert. talking about Friday the 13th. I yeah. got confused that you're talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. No, I haven't seen some, those forever. It's silly. So um, we'll probably make our way through the... But yeah, it was, we watched the, the the original Halloween, which is really just a pretty good suspense kind of horror movie, slasher yeah. movie. Yeah, I'm excited to see the, so the, we, the new one when it comes maybe out. Maybe next year's where we'll jump in and video. try out Friday the 13th. Killer, mommy. I definitely, Killer. I definitely Killer. want to watch Jason in Space. <laughs> yeah. When we, when yeah, we do, sure. we'll watch the first one. They'll be like, we're, we're watching Jason in Space. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading the descriptions <laughs> on them, and it's like, Jason comes back from the dead. Well, it's, so the the silly, the kind of silly ones, because there is a Freddy versus Jason, right? Is there? Yeah, that's not in this. Yeah, there was one. And it's there's not in the this. Jason goes to hell one also. Weren't they going to do Freddy versus Jason versus Ash at one point? That's I think it fell through. Pro- but It's so hard to tell. It, honestly, it's hard to tell if that was something that was going to be a movie or at some point they tried to do it with a video game. I wonder if they did it as a comic book. There had to be something like that, right? If you want to get into comic books, yes, they, <laughs> that probably has happened. Halo that that the stuff King, they're they're always looking. It's like I, t- I was telling you last week. There's a pretty cool looking like DCU versus the He-Man universe out there, and there's been like a, a lot of Transformers and GI Joe and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the favorites I like to go back to is there is an Archie meets Punisher comics out there somewhere. <laughs> so you know, people are people are always looking for the next big crossover. Does Jughead show Punisher? He's actually got a. Heart I haven't of gold. read that one. I've only I've only looked at the cover and said, "No, I'm not. I'm not ready for this yet." I kind of want to go buy Army of Darkness now. I have Army. I have Army of Darkness. I can give it to you, and you can have it in a bag for three months. Yeah, I would. Well, it wasn't in my bag. It was. It was in my my uh, basement man cave room. Well, that makes me feel better. It was. I would look at it every once in a while and be like. It's eleven o'clock. I should probably go to bed. Speaking of speaking of like crossover things, it was the rumor. But uh, did you see the that trailer for the Men in Black? I, th- I hear it's a reboot. Uh, it's international. Men in Black International. So it's got I think Liam Neeson's in it's, it and uh, is it Chris Neeson? Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth and, uh, and the the one whose name I can't Tessa, remember. Tessa. It's Tessa. I'm getting there too. She's Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, She's also in the Creed movies. What is her last name? We'll get there. Thompson. Tessa Thompson. You're right. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. She's super good. Yeah. Uh, she's in Westworld. She's oh, really? She's really mean in Westworld. Yeah. But, uh, she's kind of mean as Valkyrie, too. She's No, she's drunk. <laughs> she's oh, drunk yeah, and, yeah, she is. She she's is drunk, drunk and um, burned out. But uh, that, that is an odd thing. I hadn't really... She'd f- better be in uh, the new uh, Avengers Endgame. One would hope. Because they didn't even mention her in Infinity War at yeah, all. Yeah, that's real odd. Yeah, because she was a really great character, 
And then there was like no mention of her at all. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but you're right. Uh, I wonder, honestly, I wonder if that bumped up against maybe like her working on Westworld. Could have been. I don't know. That's going back to Fallout. That's one of those things is Fallout is the cause of Mustache Gate with uh, all the stuff. And, you know, in a world where they could have figured a way to work that out, that's one of those. Uh, you know, one of those other strikes against uh, against Justice League is there are those scenes where his lip just looks weird. Yeah. I mean, you just don't look at it. Just look at his pecs instead, and then you don't notice it at all. Yeah. Just like, uh, but as far as Avengers go, it's also a case where we got to save some characters for the next movie. Like Hawkeye wasn't in it at all. So oh, I, I already know all that. I like... That that's one thing I'm kind of I kind of got beef with is they put out that trailer for Endgame and they already pretty much this the way that they're bringing back Hawkeye is a way that Hawkeye was brought back for another reason in the comics and they've already pretty much what is that? Well, I mean, I guess they they're they're already showing it. it um, uh, I think it was during uh, Secret Invasion during the Skrull invasion, Hawkeye flew into a ship and blew up. I think that was what it was, but he was gone for hmm. a while. And then this character Ronan, a few years later, this character Ronan came on the scene of uh, Swordsman, Quiet Swordsman. Is it the same Ronan, the the Kree Ronan that was in, he's going to be in uh, Captain Marvel, but he was also in the Guardians Uh, of the Galaxy? Ronan the Accuser? Yeah. No, it's, well, that's R-O-N-A-N. This is R-O-N-I-N, like the the actual word Ronan. So Ronan, like the De Niro movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Okay. That makes sense. I think it's like the the whole samurai without a master thing. But this silent character came back on the scene, whipping people's butts. Oh wow! (laughs) Is my did Michael Winslow just pass? Yeah. (laughs) And it it, and it ended up being Hawkeye, and that's roughly what they're doing. But they already they already showed him like they already showed this you know crazy guy whipping ass, whipping whipping swords, and then turn around and whipping off the mask. It's like, why did you set this up if you're already going to let people know ahead of time that he's here? I don't know. I think I have Secret Invasion. I just haven't read it for a long time. It's a, Secret Invasion is one of the better ones. I was thinking today about Civil War and thinking about how the uh, the movie is actually a pretty bad telling of that story. Yeah, but it was a really good movie. <laughs> I it was probably in my top three Marvel movies. I think it gets weird. I think it gets weird toward the end with with how things go with Tony. I think it's. I was also thinking about the reason I was uh, thinking about it is someone had posted a picture. Uh, the a meme thing about like uh, Tony making this really advanced, you know, armored spider suit for this kid who's already got powers, <laughs> and then it was showing like Hawkeye, like "What's up, dude? Like, I'm still running around just in like right. shirt sleeves here, man." <laughs> but I was also thinking about that is like uh, in in Civil War, some of the whole reason for the Iron Spider suit. What well, I guess not the whole reason, but you find out later, like Tony totally built fail safes into it so that if when Peter actually was like, dude, you're being a fascist. We can't do this. He's like, not only am I still doing this, but I built things in to totally shut your suit yeah, down. Stop you. Yeah. But then even, even thinking about civil war, the movie Spider-Man was kind of manipulated into something that it was really irresponsible to put a kid in that position. And there's not really any fallout from that. There's not any, right. nobody, nobody at any point goes to Tony and says like, that was kind of not cool of you to let a kid be in on that. Which was, you know, it was a pivotal point in the in the story, and you know, it's not like they have to completely deconstruct the character, but it might feel so good, Mister Stark. Yeah. Oh. It sort of reminds me of uh, we uh, we've also been watching Voltron, and uh, there is a 
there was a point in uh, at the end of the seventh season. We're watching the the eighth and final season now, and there's a point at the end of that where someone on Earth completely betrays everyone, like sell completely sells Voltron out. Wow! <clears throat> and the reasoning Shame behind it is like, oh, Earth. they told me like like this is supposed to be a brilliant military mind and. The, the Galra, the dude in charge of Galra just told me if we hand over Voltron, they'll leave us alone. Like, that's ever worked. <laughs> but then in the end, she kind of, like, has an epiphany and breaks out. And they keep having these scenes. Like, I'm sitting with Gabe watching, and they keep having these scenes of, like, you know, the, the huge celebration where Voltron's there. And they have pictures of all the fallen. And they have a picture of her, like, out front. I'm like, she does not deserve this honorable thing. And then it'll have a big pantheon of the people and what they did. And then it shows this huge huge ceremonial gravesite for her and I'm like that that woman did not deserve that like we're forgetting something that she totally did and only backtracked on when the cards were down that's actually kind of the <clears throat> feeling I get is going to happen in the Godzilla King of Monsters movie you think so yeah is it Vera Formiga is that who I uh, that that one I, I'm not super up on it kind of looks that. like she's gonna sell out <clears throat> Godzilla? How do you sell out? Know. How do you sell out Godzilla? I don't know. I don't know. It just <laughs> She's I got feeding this... information to King Ghidra. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven in Stranger Things. It yeah. won't, I, I think it's maybe her mom, and she goes, "You're the monster." I was like, "Whoa!" I think I get like that movie. That that movie looks cool. I'm up for that. Oh, movie. That looks but awesome. Well, that movie is going to hinge some on how the human side of it goes, and whereas it looks cool. It could maybe not be cool. I'm hoping they have Matthew Broderick talking about worms. Oh, I'm hoping that we have another <laughs> P Daddy Led Zeppelin collection. <laughs> Yo, Godzilla. Blow some lasers. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Speaking of movies, the movies that uh, I'm conflicted on, uh, we didn't really talk about the Hellboy trailer. No, we didn't. Um, I watched watched it. it. I've watched it a few times, and it's growing on me. The first time I watched it, I was like, I was in a very much a position of like, oh man. Uh, The I enjoyed it. The early information coming out on that trailer was uh, they said, "Hey, we're doing Hellboy, and this time we're going to do it darker," which. I don't. Is it a movie or a series? No, it's a movie. Okay, it's a movie. it is a movie. All it's right. coming out in April. It's For some reason, on... I was thinking it was going to be a series originally. Uh, the, you know what? I think that that's the idea of it being a TV show, something that had been floated around. Because it's the guy that plays Hopper. Yes, yes, it's uh, David Harbor. I believe that's his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I really love uh, Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy. I do too. But some of the characterization ha- haven't been like I've re- I've read a ton of Hellboy. I love Hellboy, the Mike Mignola's Hellboy, mm-hmm. and um, the design in uh, del Toro's movies is spectacular. The casting is off the charts. They're like uh, David Harbor looks like he's he's going to be pretty good, but you're, you're not going to beat Ron Perlman. You're just not. Ron Perlman was great, but he he's was, also 70 now. So. He was. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, I'm not getting into that. It, it's, it's, it's similar to saying like, uh, if they ever do, uh, Jonah Jameson, you're never going to get better than JK Simmons. I don't know why they keep rebooting all this stuff. We know the Hellboy story and those movies exist. Uh, why not just continue telling the story? That's, uh, that's roughly, I was reading up a little bit about it and this, this isn't going to do origin. Is this the same? 
okay, well, that's good. It was like the it's, same thing with Ghostbusters. Why do just say, okay, these are the new Ghostbusters. That was my, that was the only thing about that movie. I mean, I think, I think we're, getting, I loved the new Ghostbusters, but I was like, why don't you just say, hey, we're passing the torch. These are the new Ghostbusters. Go get them. I don't know. Because we already know the Ghostbusters. We already know Spider-Man. We don't need another Spider-Man reboot. I mean, luckily they haven't done it this time, but... That's why... I mean, Into the Spider-Verse did all of the origins, but they were really good at doing them really fast and making it... But it was also Miles Morales. But also they made... Other than Miles Morales... Who people don't... They went through all their origins. There was a little vignette for all of them to tell them who they were. But that was integral to the story they were telling, and it. That but goes it wasn't little, just Peter Parker, you know what I mean? If it was just Peter Parker again, oh, no. then it's I like, mean, they, come on. They make they make the gag. I think in, during the first one is like, we're not going to do this again, <laughs> and then they end up doing it for all of them. But but it's yeah. necessary because all of them do have slightly different. It, it, they're not just telling you know Ben Ben Parker, great power, responsibility, right. all that stuff. Each one of them has a separate, like, uh, the Spider-Gwen's is that, that the Peter Parker in her universe was a friend of hers and was her inspiration for it and, you know, stuff like that. And he was her Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't, he wasn't her Gwen. He was kind of her. The, I don't know a ton about Spider-Gwen, like the, you know, the whole origin of it, but what uh, Into the well, Spider-Verse. All I know portray. is that she's the one that gets bit by the spider instead of Peter Parker in her, in her universe, right? Yeah, but it also it also seems to what it looked like to me was that Peter was the lizard somehow in her universe. Oh, but, that's but cool. also he was the inspiration behind her, the same way Ben Uncle Ben was the inspiration behind Pete. Like OG I like Pete. the alternative universes in comic books. Like yeah. one thing when we were talking about uh, the DC TV and the crossover and everything, one thing they they set up is and it was very a small thing is. Um, I can't even remember what character it was, but they looked at John Diggle. He he's he doesn't have superpowers in in the Arrow show, but he goes, "Oh, John Diggle, where's your ring? In my universe, you wear a ring." It, like saying he was, he was a Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah. No, so that's like, oh, cool. Maybe he's gonna get a Green Lantern. Really. I like the I like those things too. And and Into the Spider Verse is. I, I think it gets a little bit of a pass because it's animated, but even even so, uh, I like the idea of like those sort of stories is how you get cool things like Old Man Logan, which right. kind of led to the movie Logan. Yeah, I mean they they folded it into everything else, just the way that you know Into the Spider Verse folds in all kinds of Into the Spider Verse is crazy because or wait crap on a crap cracker I'm not thinking the same I'm thinking of the the that Sony Spider Man game plays around with origin and plays around with timeline because the Peter in that one has been Spider-Man for a while. He's not like, he's not like burnout Peter from into the Spider-Verse, but (laughs) he's been Spider-Man for a good while. At that point, he and Mary Jane are broken up, Hmm. but also in that universe, Doc Ock and the green goblin don't, don't exist yet. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Norman Osborn and, uh, you know, Otto Octavius exists and you get, I, I, you know, it's been a while. I'm not going to try and spoil it too much. You get at least one of those realize their character, but one that doesn't. Okay. So it, it messes with, uh, timelines, things like Gwen Stacy don't even get mentioned, but, uh, you, you get to mess around with timelines and things like that, where you don't necessarily have to tell a linear way of like, Peter can't be experienced and have the, uh, 
Peter can't be experienced and have the Green Goblin not exist yet. Right. You can't. You can say that, and you can play around with it. And similarly, that folds back into the whole Hellboy thing was being someone who really likes these comics. Mike Mignola had, and a lot of that comes from Mike Mignola is very good at telling a dark kind of gothic style. And probably the disappointment that I'm having with it is it's going to be adult and violent rather than maybe being more gothic, which a long way, what goes a long way to that is the inception of Billy Idol's Moni Moni, (laughs) which is a, I, a corny, a corny song. So I look at it like, oh no, we're still going to kind of be, we're going to get stuck in that, uh, that part of uh, the Del Toro stories that like Hellboy's just sassy. Abe Sapien is not in the Abe Sapien is not trailer, in it. Uh, I don't, Roger he? the Homunculus is not in it. Um, uh, I'm forgetting the gas guy. I the, like that they included the line, I'm on your side. That's I love that I'm not attitude sure, of Hellboy. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I, 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 love I, I like it. that part of the attitude. The deal that gets he's me just, is... I, I love that Hellboy is trying to do the right thing and people keep freaking out and he's just like, come on, I'm on your side. There's kind of I just that, love it. Yeah, uh, that's a interesting because that that delves a little bit, and I don't know that they fully established it. It seems like you no, know, it shows him walk him run around. I didn't like that the BPRD was a secret organization in the Del Toro ones, because that led to I didn't like the characterization of Hellboy as like a whiny teenager who just wanted to get out and be famous. I liked when they uh, showed a picture of him, kind of like he was walking like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was jumping across buildings. That it, it's back and forth some of it, but I so I was hoping for a little bit uh, of a better characterization. But like Harbor looks good. I'm a little on the fence about the makeup. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it doesn't. I'll get look used real good. to it. Like people were talking about Black Manta's head was too big. They actually explained in the movie why why the head's so big. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Black, there's a there's a there's a plot huge. reason for it. Right. That helmet's always huge. Right. Well, like there's actually they, a plot reason for it. I would have been disappointed if the if the head had been like more regular sized. I'd have been really disappointed. Can I tell you? Uh, you talked about uh, Green Goblin a second. Willem Dafoe is in Aquaman, and I kept Good waiting. He kept waiting for to say I'm a bit. I'm something of a scientist as as well. No, I kept waiting for his heel turn. Yeah. I can't wait. I was like, okay, here it comes. Nope. Yeah. All right, here it comes. Nope. Okay, it's definitely bad now, right? Nope. <laughs> but so, yeah, in Hellboy, you don't have Abe Sapien. You don't have... Uh, they, they've never put Roger in it. Uh, they've only had, like, a, a statue of Roger in one of them. Um, I'm, f- oh, I'm forgetting the gas guy, the German gas guy's name. He was really poorly character... Char- uh, his character was very poorly portrayed in uh, Hellboy Two. But, I don't uh, even remember him. Well, I mean, I did you, seen did that you movie even see Hellboy Two? Yeah, I've it's, seen both. I own Hellboy both Two. Of them, is Hellboy Two is fine. And but I enjoyed them both. I just haven't it, seen them. It, in a it while. feels more like an episode of it. I, I'm I'm going over Travis. I'm going over things too much. The point being is, I was a little worried because some of the characters that I really love aren't there. However, they're they're bringing in like uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce the name because I've only ever read it was uh, Ben Dai. Daimyo, Daimyo, the, the Asian guy with the crazy scratches on his face. Okay. He's a real interesting character in the comics. Uh, but also, the one that really brought me around is, and they don't show it in the trailers, is uh, a character called Lobster Johnson's going to be in it. <laughs> this is a character that is, um, 
told through mainly of like when Hellboy's a kid, he reads a lot of Lobster Johnson comics, and he's kind of he's kind of a more like classic fifties Batman type character. All right. So he's he's a kind of beloved character in the comics. He's you know the he he's very he, it's it's almost like a fifties Batman crossed with like kind of a Punisher. If he's oh. very unforgiving and he has like a, a little claw in his hand that he burns into people's faces and gives them the claw. So he's got an odd hand, so I could see why he'll No, nope, just regular be. hand, just has a little claw oh, symbol okay. in it. Like, almost like what Batman has in Justice League where he's branding people. Oh, yeah. But um, he is in it and he's being played by Thomas Hayden Church. And now I'm way wow. back on I'm way back on board. Because he was the voice of Abe Sapien, right? No, not Tom. No, no that, was, that, was, that was Doug Jones. No, Doug Jones played him. But no, the no, voice no, no, was no, 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 no. Gosh, was dang. Niles from. Yeah. Fr- wow, man, I'm all over. He's the got place. three names. That's why I Thomas Hayden Church, of course, was Sam David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, of. right? I got confused. We're getting most of the names tonight. I I want to give us some credit. for I that. think we've said every <laughs> name that Americans have been named. But uh, Thomas Hayden Church is a good choice for that, and he's also the type who will chew some scenery if he needs to. So Thomas Hayden Church always looks to me like he just needs some. Uh, he needs some rest. Some lip balm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say he looks, <laughs> yeah. he looks to me like he just let Thomas have a nap. Like he's he been need, awake. He's been awake since three. Just let him nap and give him some water. His lips are chapped. He's, he's <laughs> well. When you when you're made of sand, it's difficult to <laughs> it's difficult to stay uh, hydrated. But no, like and and also looking at looking at what character. And I'm saying that in the same way of like with the Sony Spider-Man game is. Um, they're not doing a they're not doing a straight line of the continuity. Uh, characters that are supposed to be there aren't there. There's a character that in the in the comics eventually becomes his love interest that's in it that seems a lot different, but they've also said they're not... They've also said in interviews that that character is not going to be a love interest, so don't worry about it. But so I'm, I'm kind of... I was initially underwhelmed by the trailer. I'm, I'm kind of looking at it as the trailer maybe wasn't... Uh, maybe it's not a great trailer for what I'm looking for, and maybe the Could movie be. is... So I'm, I'm getting back on the side of give, give, give the old movie a chance. You mentioned Old Man Logan. It, it made me remember. <clears throat> I want a cut of uh, The Greatest Showman where, <laughs> where P.T. Barnum, you find out it's actually Wolverine because he's like a few hundred years old, right? According to the... Yes. Yeah. So it maybe totally this was be. just a phase of Logan's you life. You can really, you can watch it. You can watch any of, of uh, his movies and Hugh Jackman's <laughs> movies and just go like, he was Logan. Yeah. He was Logan right here. He was Logan the whole time. <laughs> and that, I mean, okay. I was talking about JK. Because Simmons. there's like bearded ladies. There's, there's tiny people. It's just X-Men. It was the first X-Men. I was talking about JK Simmons. They're, they're going to have to, I mean, they're putting, they're putting mutants in the MCU. They bought those back, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. So they're they're gonna they're gonna put uh, Wolverine in the MCU. No one is ever gonna be as good as Hugh Jack. Are they calling them mutants though? I don't think they're calling them mutants. If they're not, what's the point? <laughs> I think they're calling them something different. If they're not calling them mutants, what's the point? Like in uh, in Aquaman, they called him a metahuman. I know this is DC. I mean, I kind of kind of get that. I mean, they don't they never call them superheroes. I guess in the or are we going to get into territory? Well, like my in, like in the Flash TV show, <clears throat> metahumans were affected by uh, some scientific event that gave them powers. Where mm. I mean, he's not a metahuman because he's half Atlantean. The MCU movies that were brought about that uh, you know all Asgardians are aliens. There's no yeah mythical 
mythical realm, but I, but still, like the X Men, like the X Men and the term mutant are so synonymous that if they don't do that, that's going to feel really weird. What is the other word that they use? In what? In Marvel. For what? Superheroes? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's it's it's, it's not something mutant. Innocuous. It's something else. Oh, for mutants? Yeah. Are you talking about with um, Scarlet Witch and and that? Yeah. They were just experimented on. No, but they were. I want to say it was in Shield that they had a word, but it oh, wasn't he, mutant. I, I can't didn't remember watch what Shield, it was. So you're not going to get me. Yeah, now. I can't remember what it. You're was. You're not talking about Inhumans, are you? Yeah, maybe that's it. That is they something. Were co- completely I know that, different. but they were using a, <laughs> they were using that instead of mutant. Well, but I mean, Inhumans is an established thing that. I know like, that, and you know that. <laughs> but they well, were using it like the word mutant. Ugh, I hope. That, I mean, I hope that's not the route they go because those are those are separate properties. Because they own, couldn't use mutants, like, so they were using the inhuman. Inhuman, instead. The Inhumans have well, they they made a subpar TV show of Inhumans already. So yeah, it didn't last very long. Didn't last very long. Also, um, <clears throat> Inhumans is the way you get to the Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, who I really want to see in film. I don't even know about that character. Uh, it's a Pakistani girl who uh, idolized. So Carol Danvers, Ms. Mar- Captain Marvel, was a character called Ms. Marvel for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, she used to have a black and yellow leotard. Yeah, yeah. and she took over. She took over the mantle of Captain Marvel. Well, uh, this Pakistani girl Kamala Khan really, really idolized Ms. Marvel, and. Um, I don't entirely remember. I read it. The, the, the Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel comics are so good. I adore them. And um, she, there, was a big, there was a big event where um, basically the Terrigen Mist, the thing that makes Inhumans Inhumans, was being, there was a cloud of it going over the Earth. So like all kinds of people on Earth were becoming Inhumans. And she was one of them. And she just became really stretchy. Okay. And somewhere throughout that, she, you know, since Carol Danvers had become Captain Marvel, she just took over the mantle of Ms. Marvel because she loved she was just super fan for that character and in doing that like so she's a really cool character uh she took on the inhuman um lockjaw the big the big dog character yeah, yeah. is her buddy oh, okay i want i want that movie <laughs> bring me that bring me that movie bring me squirrel girl we're all good yeah they just need to have like a a goofy character movie where yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, guess they do they, with they, uh, Thor Ragnarok, but but that Thor Ragnarok well, also was a good thing. To Guardians own. of the Galaxy, but yeah, they could do another yeah. one. But I mean, uh, I think I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy that. was a big gamble when they did that. I mean, Weirdly it's a enough, huge success now. That was a but when they announced thing. it, people were like, "That was what a the crap thing, is this?" I, I had read a bunch of of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, so I, when I saw they were doing, I'm like, "Oh, dude, I'm stoked!" And then when I saw the trailer, I'm like. Yeah, this is going to be huge. And people I knew were like, what, this thing with the raccoon? I, yeah, that looks what is dumb. this? Like, no, it's going to be really good. <laughs> and it was it was pretty good. And then they fired James Gunn. Oh, boy. <laughs> James Gunn. It's kind of funny. He got fired. He went to D.C. Uh, what's his name? John Lasseter just got hired by a... I saw a little bit of stuff about Sky that. Skydance animation it, or something like that? It was... Remember when he got fired and he's like, "Yeah, I've been hugging some people and they felt in a pro or they felt uncomfortable, so I'm going to take a leave of absence." And then it just kind of went away. It's weird. It's like 2018. It's like definitely, he you weren't just hugging people. It's like the year. <laughs> it's like 2018 was the year of white guys who were pretty hinky, 
going away to find themselves and then coming back even worse. I think that's the one, honestly, that bugs me the most more than anything, like me personally. What, Lassiter? Lassiter, because he seemed like such a good dude. You know what I mean? He was in charge of Disneyland. He was in charge of Pixar. He always wore these wacky Hawaiian shirts. He seemed like he was cool (laughs) and, you know, full of goodness. And then you find out he was a creep. Bummer. Never meet your heroes. I mean, you expect it from a Louis C.K. or a Harvey Weinstein, oh, stuff like God, that. Harvey but Lasseter, so you're gross. like, oh, no, this guy's cool. And then you're like, ugh, dang. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to say about that. It, 2018, I, I, don't, I think saying 2018 was a bad year for men is disingenuous. <laughs> it was a good year for bad men to have to finally face some sort of retribution. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, bring me down, Hellboy. Hellboy. We can go back to. I can talk about Hellboy all day. <laughs> I think that's where we there, were. I, I watched a. I, w- I I could never find a good video explaining it. There's a Hellboy board game out that I really want to check out. I was trying to find videos before you came over, but most of them were kind of more straight laced reviews. It just. It seems like a. It's a tile set game that uh, sets up BPRD investigations. Hmm. Uh, I wish I knew more about it. I totally want to get it. We got a new it's version of cool Monopoly at home. Which we version of Monopoly, it yet. Monopoly did you get? It's I can't remember what it's called, but it is encourages it, cheating. So does it encourage cheating, or yes. does it encourage like the sort of house rules that lots of people? It definitely encor- encourages cheating. Yeah. Like everybody is supposed to cheat and lie. So, oh, so so it's more like what real monopolies are. Yeah, but it, I think the game is. I I will have to talk about it later after we play it. All I know is it looks pretty fun. It looks kind of cutthroat. <laughs> sure, I guess I thought you were gonna say like, oh no, we picked up. Uh, no, it wasn't like out. the millennium ver- or millennial version. Oh no, I just or, thought you were gonna say, oh no, we picked up the Mission Impossible Fallout version of. I have a Disney version. I have a Star Wars version. I've got all of those. Like, oh, I landed like, on oof. helicopter fight. Go straight to. Uh, <laughs> let's see, I landed on ho- ho- helicopter fight. Go straight to. You got captured again, and or, no. <laughs> Travis, it took me, but I got to it. I landed on helicopter fight. Go straight to your government betrayed you again. I landed on Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's not Fallout. I know. It was a different one. Yeah. He's still the best bad guy in that series. Yeah. yeah. I think I need to revisit it all to remember it. It feel, uh, I think, you know, I said earlier, Mission Impossible is getting up there with... Um, Fast and Furious, where I've enjoyed them all and can remember very little of what happened in any. You know, of them. the most unrealistic thing for the Fast and the Furious movies is the I fact. I can name several. Here's the most for me: when they're getting out of the car, they never go. <laughs> <laughs> the most, I think the the of the the legion of unrealistic things from the Fast and the Furious movies. No dogs were harmed in the making of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for any of you that can hear my dog Haas in the background. Oh my God! Maybe, yeah, that, maybe that is I should take that back. <laughs> that is basically I really want to come. I really want to go in this room. Like that—that that is the noise he makes every day when we leave the house. So I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for dog interference. But uh, the most unrealistic thing about the Fast and Furious franchise is how uh, Vin Diesel's white sleeveless shirt never gets dirty. Never. There is a because he doesn't sweat. There is a point in I believe it's six is the one where. Um, he jumps across, he hits his car into the side of a freeway, 
jumps across a, a divide to another free the freeway going the other way where his girlfriend cra- his wife crashed he catches her in the air flies across rolls over on on highway tarmac gets up not a scratch <laughs> not a not even a little smudge on his white tee on his white sleeveless nothing that being said i'm really looking forward to the rock jason statham Sure, yeah. Spin off of that I, series. I end, up going and, I end up going and seeing all of them. They're they, so fun. I, they're, I think I've, they're easy to make fun of. They're like the Transformers movies. I think, fun. Uh, I think I've, I've <laughs> talked about on this show that like sometimes it be, can be hard because it feels like every time someone writing one of those movies says like, I think I'm going to write... I think I'm going to write something that'll give, you know, like uh, Vin Diesel's character... He's going to have a like some character development. Like he's going to lose and he's going to have some character development. Right. And, like, just like... Pitch black, Vin Diesel comes out of the shadows and goes like, he never loses. He goes, all right, all right, he never loses. <laughs> and he descends back into the shadows. Maybe so, we can put street I, sharks in this one. <laughs> I think The Rock has a little bit of that streak in him, except for it's more like I think uh, uh, The Rock needs someone to talk about how big he is in a movie, and someone needs to joke about he's Oi, in, why are you so big? That's Jason Statham. Oi. Use a little baby oil, don't you? And he'll have to go. And he, like, it's in all his movies, so I don't think he really feels like that's an insult. He just wants, like, yeah, I am shiny, right? You're welcome. Uh, we'll see. Speaking of street sharks. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that there there could be a speaking of sh- street sharks, but tell me what you got. We also got uh, the Sharknado movies. My son bought those. That's too bad. We've been watching them. How's oh, that man. going? A lot of, a lot of Oh, Hi, Shark? They're ridiculous. They're, yeah, they are. They're fun, but at the same time, like my wife is loving it. She thinks yeah. it's hilarious. I think they're hacky. Like it's the hackiest jokes possible. Generally speaking, I'm not into like um, a can like a really campy movie. A campy over the top movie has to live and die by its earnestness. Like when you know, you like a, Ernest goes to jail. Like Ernest, Ernest goes, goes to, to jail. Uh, no, Jim mean Varney, not in any Sharknado movie, so I'm out. He should be. No. Um, Apparently, he was an amazing comedian in the 70s. Yeah, he was. I really, knew he was a comic. He was a really talented guy. I can't remember who. I was listening to the Comedy Store podcast. This is just a brief pass away. <laughs> and the comedian they had on, he started like when Mitzi Shore bought the place. So he had been there through the strike in the 70s. Like Leno Letterman, he knew all of them when they were comics. Robin Williams, Jim Varney, but no, this this guy they had on. But oh, I'm like, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, honestly, the best comic I ever saw on stage was Jim Varney. Crazy. He said he was the most talented. He would do characters on stage. Crazy, and that that was parlayed into like being a spokesman spokesman on a dairy campaign. That well, that's where the great. Ernest character came from. It was one of the characters he would do. He said yeah, he told the story. It always killed where. Uh, when he was a kid, him and his friends uh, like put some LSD in in this guy's drink, and he ran a gas station. And <laughs> the get the next day, the guy's like, "Well, I gotta tell you about some of the things I saw since you boys have been here." <laughs> and it, it would just go on for like twenty minutes this story, and it would kill. Interesting. But yeah, that's where it was kind of like Larry the Cable Guy. That's where the character came. It was a character that made him famous. Well, but yeah, but Jim. Jim Varney never really tried to just pretend like I'm Ernest P. World. That's who I am. Kind of. Did he? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to make excuses because I don't want. I don't like the comparison. That's all. <laughs> he would like appear on like kids shows and stuff as Ernest P. World, and I, 
I guess the, the deciding factor we have to see is like, did he appear on talk shows as Ernest? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No. I mean, he played uh, Uncle Jed in Beverly yeah. Hillbillies yeah. as Jim Varney and then yeah. the Toy Story movies. But other than that, it was pretty much all Ernest. I think he would go on shows as Ernest. I don't want to think about this anymore. Why? There's no shame in that. There's, I don't, I don't like. Larry the man the made guy. a, the man made a good living and became. Oh, he did. It's just yeah. I told you I don't like the comparison between him and Larry the Cable Guy. Well, I, I don't know that there's necessarily anything wrong with the Larry the Cable Guy character either. I mean, he, he fills a, uh, I don't want to say void, but he he <laughs> he fills a need for certain people. You know what I mean? Um, you may have to disagree or agree to disagree. <laughs> There's anyway, lots of different types of comedy. There sure are. I can agree that there are definitely lots of different kinds of comedy. There's not a lot of comics that I'm going to bag on. Unless it's like Margaret Cho or uh, what's his name? Never Nude. David Cross. Anybody else you want to get in there? <sighs> Let me think. That's it for now. Okay, fair enough. That's it. For, I just don't think they're nice people. There, there are certainly. Hey, look, man. Oh, Margaret Cho got eaten on Sharknado. That was that was a nice. I, I would hazard to say you say you won't bag on comics, but I mean, if the barrier of entry is not nice people, <laughs> there should be a lot more comics you'd be bagging on. Yeah, that's true, but I don't think they're funny either. Yeah, I don't have much experience with the either of them, so I don't have. I, don't I have think they experience. probably were funny at one point, but they're not now. People get burned out. You guys want to fight Margaret Cho and David Cross? Handicap match. What's your handicap going to be? It's one versus two. That's the handicap. Uh, do those really? I'll those even tie really one. I'll tie two? my right hand behind my back. Okay. Well, the gauntlet's been thrown. It's WrestleMania's coming up. Anybody? Uh, pff, anything good going on for WrestleMania coming up? I mean, what's the storyline? We got currently? we got the Royal Rumble happening in a couple weeks, and that'll set up WrestleMania. Yeah. So yeah, whoever wins the Royal Rumbles. There's a, Any, there's a men's Royal Rumble and a women's Royal Rumble. Whoever wins those gets an automatic title shot at WrestleMania. Any, who, who has the title right now? Uh, Brock Lesnar has the Raw title. God, that's too bad. That, that's still all the, the best men. they can do. And Ronda Rousey has the women's title on Raw. And I, I, I keep hearing Ronda Rousey's just been doing spectacular. Yeah, she's actually tearing it up a lot. It, it's still weird for me. I, I think it goes the same thing as Brock Lesnar. It's weird that they're like legit fighters, but they're the champions on wrestling. It just it takes me out of it a little. But on the SmackDown side, you got Daniel Bryan is the men's champion, and Asuka is the women's champion. Oh, okay. But Becky Lynch is probably going to win that title <laughs> back like, at the uh, Royal Rumble. It's odd. Like Brock Lesnar and um, Ronda Rousey are like like opposite sides of the same coin. Of like one is an MMA fighter who is <laughs> turned wrestler. Paid turned wrestler who is like just cannot be bothered and the other one is an mma fighter turned wrestler who seems to be just stoked to be there yeah i mean i think she wanted to get away from the mma part of it i think she wants obviously she wants to be in acting and things like that and yeah she was in one of the fast and furious wwe is a good way to to get Again, some similar to like ronda rousey getting beat up in a movie by michelle rodriguez which... <laughs> well i mean look at look at some of the actors that are that are making it. But I've, you got I've also talked about like Vin Diesel versus uh, The Rock. Right. Is like he shouldn't be able to throw more than a punch or two. And oh, 
Speaking, I didn't get to the most unrealistic part of Mission Impossible Fallout. It's What's not that? the helicopter. It's not, you know, him him running around and being able to jump around like Batman. The most unrealistic thing in Mission Impossible Fallout is, um, oh, <laughs> I'm falling down. It. Henry Cavill gets a swing, or excuse me, Alec Baldwin taking swings at Henry Cavill and seeming <laughs> like he's holding his own for a few minutes. Well, I mean, he was a spy uh, on he's in his own Alec right. Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin was Jack Ryan in. Uh, the Hunt for Red October, by the way. Guess who? He didn't was the fight. first Jack Ryan before Guess who Harrison didn't fight Ford. Any in the Hunt for Red October? <laughs> the whole point. Like, That's true. Part of the reason why Hunt Jack Ra- Ryan, up until <clears throat> recently, was a guy that noticed things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? Why did we have to? Why did we have to like super fightify Jack Ryan? That was kind of what was cool about the character. He never really got into a fight until Chris Pine played him in that movie. Which was a good movie. Yeah. It didn't feel like a Jack Ryan movie, though. But no, we were watching it, and Alec Baldwin starts fighting with Henry Cavill, and I'm like, you could have done this with (laughs) another person in the room. This is dumb. (laughs) It was funny. All right, well, it's time for, I think it's time for Magic Mike. What do you think? uh, you, you You fed me something. You sent me a secret message, a cryptic message. And said that we would be speaking with a political figure tonight, and uh, for me to get serious questions. And I hope I can live up to whatever is going to happen. Well, here's the deal. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and I don't necessarily feel as me- if I'm qualified <laughs> to answer these in an intelligent, responsible way. So I went out. I got us a foreign correspondent oh on politics and i gotta tell you like i'm actually impressed that we were able to land this guy and as far as having them on magic mike i feel honored to have this man inside of me oh okay (laughs) who what man is well, that, man, uh, that's a surprise. You'll find out very soon. What man are we putting inside of you? You will find oh, so, out. So the, this is an unprecedented territory for Mike. Mar- yeah. Mar- we're not calling out the... We're this not is not you choosing. I, this is I'm I summoning. Didn't, I didn't know this about Magic Mike. I thought you had to say out loud who you were calling. That's not going to happen? You just, no, I've already summoned them premeditatively in my head. They've, they're waiting. Uh, they're just waiting for the magic this word. Is, this is breaking magic mic continuity. Yeah, this is this is a new development I so didn't this, know I could this do. This man has been inside of you all day today. No, he's waiting. He's just on on the other side of the, pr- the proverbial the magic door. Veil. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's getting it's getting thick in here. <laughs> it is. Do you feel ready? Boy, it like as ready as I don't as want I can... you to be nervous. But it's a big deal for our show. As ready as I can possibly be for something that I know nothing about. All right. But you have some good political questions. Some like, okay, that look says, yes, I do. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what that look was. That look says, you're damn right. For those of you, for those of you not in the room with us, I am am projecting nothing but abject confidence. (laughs) All right. are Are you ready? No, no, but let's do this anyway. All right. Here it goes, everybody. Strawberry shortcake. 
Swedish, uh, you, you had transitioned from the culinary arts into uh, a political pundit? Uh, I mean, you know, you certainly had the chops uh, on the Muppet Show, so to speak. Uh, so, uh, what, what? What outlet are you currently working for? I, I wasn't aware. I, honestly, I don't watch a lot. I, I absorb. I absorb some news. I don't. I don't want to say that I'm a yep, news hound. Yep. I don't have a tendency to watch a lot of like uh, like news TV. Is there is there an outlet you're working for? Al Jazeera. Oh. So it's a, it's a relatively respectable outlet. I was. Uh, I was a little or do do Fox News. Yeah. Yes, that's what I was worried about. Uh, frankly, you you speak a little more clearly than a lot of the pundits on that station. So is there is so you know I, I do have some questions. But uh, what is there a story you're you're following currently? Is there something that you're? Yeah, boy, uh, that's a that's a real pickle, isn't it? Real quagmire. Pickle. Yep, yep. Well, that's a that's a controversial stance on paycheck. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people are like we're starting to we're starting to bump up. We're we're starting to bump up against the uh, the consequences of this shutdown. Uh, read read some stuff about like uh, um, national parks are suffering. Saw some saw some uh, troubling story about uh, a particular park. I can't remember which one, but it. Garbage can. Yeah, I don't know if it was Yellowstone, but it was that of like uh, overnight with you know no, nobody there that the this particular park had been just completely trashed and was having oh to shut down dear. in a much more uh, much more dire capacity. But we're, we're we're bumping up against things like uh, like not enough. Not enough uh, NSA agents at airports is going to be a problem. Um, uh, you know, uh, I li- I'm not. Th- I don't feel that bad about going through the the weird like they can see you naked portal. I figure like that's really uh, they're they're receiving more harm than I. Uh, you know, like they want to check my shoes. Uh, like, I'm like, what am I talking about? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where'd you get those vintage? Oh, well, capitalism for you. Um, no, I'm not. Obviously, I'm not on board with like all the weird security we go through these days. But uh, my. Uh, I hope that's not what I have to go through on any. Uh, Particular vacations coming up. Uh, so, uh, as far as the government shutdown goes, how far do you think this is going to go, Swedish correspondent? Uh, 
three weeks. You think that's what we got left? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, three weeks being left uh, suggests someone uh, caving in. Who do you think is going to be the cave-in on this? Do you think it's going to be... Uh, I don't even want to say his name. Do you think the actual president is going to cave Going to cave first, or do you think that a Democratic Party is going to cave first? Finish. I think uh, trying to parse through your very what what feels like a a well thought through answer still feels like you'll forgive you'll forgive the pun. It feels like you're sitting on the fence or wall, as you may have. Now, see, you work for Al Jazeera, but it's starting to sound like you maybe have some sympathies for the plight that Donald Trump is in. Well, not, that's, that's not just not what it's like. How can you say those kind of things, Swedish correspondent? I... I, you know, I feel, I can understand how you could come to that conclusion, but I completely disagree. I think, frankly, your position, whereas I, I understand that the Swiss have a different way of looking at things, and I understand that your education has led you to a certain point, but the stance that you're taking is just anti-humanitarian, frankly. fishy fishy, Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that's just plain racist. No, 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 no. I don't care what kind of studies. I don't care who you follow on Twitter. No, no. We don't talk like that on this show. Cast you back to the fandoms. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm back. Frankly, I'm wondering how he got a job at Al Jazeera like that. I mean, he knows people. He's been in the business for a while. I guess that's true. Trav, How'd it go? I mean, it, he he had some stances that were frankly troubling. Frankly? Yeah. Frankly, like a German? The Franks? I think that's the French. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they called the Germans the Krauts. You're right. Yeah. I always get, you know, there's you the know, sauerkraut, like, there's like the Franks. On your Franks. Yeah, so. and a little mustard. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It, it was a rut. It was an interview that I thought was going to go well, but it, 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 it went bad places. Did he talk about Trump? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we, we're talking about the shutdown, so how can you not? But, like, I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think he was going to come out pro-Trump. And <laughs> he just, he, he just pitched some rhetoric that was, uh, I mean, I've read it other places, uh, you know, on Reddit and stuff like that, but it's. Mm, he's fair and balanced. It's gruesome. The internet, the internet does bad things to people. <laughs> Can I actually tell you a, a a bit I was thinking about on the way in here? Please is, do. Uh, <laughs> when you watch Donald Trump give a give an interview, it reminds me of that old bit people would do where one person is talking and another person comes behind them and moves their hands around and does the hand movements. Yeah, <laughs> it's so exaggerated. Much like the Swedish chef. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was inspired to get him Ew. as a correspondent. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, maybe we'll have to have him back. 
You can. I hope he learns some harsh lessons. Tell us what his sources are. I mean, you know, the shut the shutdown is ongoing. Right. Uh, he seems to think. Did you ask him about the wall? He thinks he thinks the wall's going to happen. Oh, I meant the Chris Hardwick TV show. It is that a thing? Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. He had a, a show called The Wall. I don't I don't remember that. It at was all. a game show. Wow, weird. <laughs> it was terrible. Weird. It was before the problems. I was going to say, is this, is this uh, is this is this the year that Chris Hardwick comes back? Did he ever go away? I haven't kept up on Chris Hardwick in a long time. Yeah, I think that's probably that's probably for the best. Right. He probably Anyways. needs some time away. He probably saw things, Louis C.K. come back and go, eh, I'm going to take a little bit longer. Maybe not. I'll see you guys in 2021. Speaking of things that should go away, Travis, I think it's time for us to go away. Yep. I, I think so. I've enjoyed my time here with you. Yeah, me as well. Our audience, if you enjoyed your time here, I would employ you to like, subscribe, perhaps leave a review for our podcast. You can find it on all your fine, uh, excuse me, all your fine Apple podcast devices. You can also find us on Podbean. Yeah, we're on everything. Everything? I, I don't I don't know. That seems like a lot more things we maybe could be on. We're on the internet. Oh my the god, internet we're on is Stitcher everything. Premium? You didn't tell me about that. Uh-huh. No, we're not on Stitcher Premium. Well, I mean, we're pulling in some big names on this show. So. Yeah, yeah, apparently that. Uh, we need to get Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkus, and then we'll be set in hey, the podcast world. Hey, look, they, they say Paul F. Tompkins is the, uh, the uh, poet, uh, poet laureate, whatever, of the podcasting world. So Lauren Lapkus was on uh, Nailed It. Was she? She was on one of the holiday. The, the ones. holiday ones. The holiday nailed it. Like uh, Ron Funches was on. Yeah, that's right. Like, I did see Lauren Lapkus yeah. when she. She was seems on really it. cool. Ron Funches is on it. Um, uh, what's his name from? Uh, from how? Jason Manzukis. Yeah, Manzukis yeah. is on it. He so, was funny. I hope I haven't seen his episode, but he's one I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, he was funny. But uh, <laughs> he just kept yelling at the people. That that's good. You're that's running ex- out of time. That is it, that is exactly <laughs> what you want from Jason Manzukis. So. Hey, since you guys are listening, come on the show, I guess. Uh, you can, If you'd like to come on the show, you can reach us at latertothetater at gmail.com, and we'll get right back to you about that. Yeah, if you're famous. Even if you're not. Are you as famous as Sean Connery or the Swedish chef? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Regardless of all those things. Uh, you can... If you've got an inclination to hear any more of this act, uh, you can find me at Jake underscore doll on Twitter. I'm... I'm treating that like an online forum. Just respond to people, hit and miss. I'm Travis. Time. Sorry, I'm Travis Tate. Funny. I should have a a pretty fun announcement very soon. Can't well, wait to hear it. It might be a month. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, it's very soon. We'll find out uh, it's hopefully uh, for soon a, a date in Utah. Uh, I do have uh, Wizarding Days coming up. I'll be a part of that. It's at the Mountain America. Expo Center or something. I don't know. It used what? to be Southtown Expo was that Center. In, was that it's in Sandy, Utah. What, when was that? You I'm going to get it? some butterbeer, probably. When was that? Was that in uh, February? It's February, February 22nd okay. and 23rd. Wow. We'll hopefully find more, find out more about what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, I'll be, I'll be at the courthouse on February 5th. I got subpoenaed as a witness to, <laughs> to that guy that I citizen arrested. Is, yeah. No so, kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I cannot so I'll wait be there. To if you're there, come say hi, either hear about that or <laughs> be told that we can't talk about it. Probably the, the latter. I would so, imagine in the, in the, in the interim between there, I am as always Jake and the fighting man next to me. I am Travis Tate and everybody guess what? It's better Tate than never.